on the Spencer's of the Pez, poking out at the cons, Renaissance fests, watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie, eh, sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the letter F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fan. <laughs> Listen up, fanboys! It's a Fanboy Planet Podcast. And here's your host, a man who, when he sees his shadow, it means six more weeks of awkwardness, Derek McGaw! <laughs> <laughs> that was good. You're welcome. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a weather joke. I- Oh, see what he did there? Yeah. This is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. Something. Uh, we are podcasting from Elusive Comics and Games, 2725 El Camino Real Suite 104 in Santa Clara, California. That was just off the top of my head, too. That, that was, was good. That was very good. Was really Usually and I got to plan all day. It for is those. Wednesday, yeah. February... Really, you've been planning those all day? No, Not no, that one. on Not the that good way. ones, on the better ones. You shouldn't ones. Oh, okay. think about it until the yeah, pressure's I, on. I'm, I'm really happy with that one. Let's all just right. leave it, okay. all right? Uh, so we are podcasting there on February 2nd. Let me turn to my right and my fabulous announcer. Puxatani Lawn. How's it going? Yeah, <laughs> That's fantastic. nice. Fantastic. And across from me, Moral Compass and podcast producer. Rick Brett Snyder. Excellent. We got some comics news. We got some movies news. We got some movies, some movies news. news. I don't know what movies. it is. They got some news about the television. I like the movies. And I got a little video game thing. I got to I got to throw in here tonight cuz I was just so pleased as punch by this. There's okay. a teaser so people will listen all the way to the end. Teaser. What was the video game news? Um Ooh. anyway, yes. Uh, just well, well, I mean, well, other than the Well, Arkham no, when City. we get to video when we get to video okay. game news, I want to talk about how I've mastered Arkham Asylum. Okay. Excellent. A year after everyone else. What's that? Yes. Yes. Okay. No, no, no. Yeah, sure. A year after everyone else. But that's all right because it's, the game still plays well, doesn't it? Is it is a great game. Oh, it's game. a great game, but I've mastered the free flow combo. Have you done that? Oh, yeah. yeah. I have indeed. That's fun. A year ago. Oh, okay. No. Uh, let us, uh, yeah, I hope that shames you. Uh, really? No. Let, did, I, did you pass 100% of the game? Yeah. No. So that's what I'm working on. I got to do Did that you again. go through challenge mode? I have. Did you get all of the challenges done? No. I did everything except for I made one mistake playing the game, and that was when, you know that thing where you walk I in and the, my secret identity. And, the, and the Joker's goons are lining the side uh-huh. and they don't attack? I didn't take them out. I just walked by them. What? And then, so, They were just sitting there. They were just the, sitting there. I didn't right think, for the plucking. It didn't seem like a Batman thing to do to attack a bunch of guys that just stand there so and wait, applauding. So wait, what happens if you don't take them out? You miss like five, you miss like five points. For that, that's an accomplishment to Wait take all these guys think, uh, oh, it's that the don't party. fight back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's totally a Batman thing to do. He's going to walk past Oh, they're all, yeah, goons. escape thug. He's going to take they're them all They're all standing out. there applauding. They're not doing anything. Uh, yeah, they, they are sarcastic in their applause. Oh, you're... Sarcastic. Well, you, now you are not going now to be that you an say effect, so, No, now that you, you say are sarcastic, not an effective vigilante. I, you know, they were all escaped from Blackgate. You had to take. I them mean, out. we are grateful that. That you do not respond to sarcasm with violence combo, you know, every because time, Lon and I would have been taken out years ago. Every time Ra- uh, Batman goes toe to toe with Roz, or you know, he doesn't always. He sometimes he talks. Sometimes because he, Roz is not sarcastic. <sighs> Wait, Roz isn't in the game, is he? No, he's no, not. he's not. What's the longest awesome. free flow combo you got? Do you remember <laughs> from a year ago? From a year ago, um, and it really has. I think it's been almost a year since I played the game. Um, 
Say something low so Lon will just feel like he's beat you in this and then we can move on. Well, no, I'm just curious because I want to know if what I did was like good or normal. Like how many hits? The, well, it says on the thing, a free right. flow combo or whatever. Uh, I think the most I've done is 25 in a row. Interesting. 25 in a row? Yeah. I find that hard to believe. Coming from me, I know. But no, really, I got yeah, really You played it on that. PC, too, didn't I you? I played it on PC. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. might be a little different. I would assume a Interesting. little bit. So I couldn't, I couldn't beat the shock and awe level. No, shock and awe extreme on mm. the challenge. If anybody knows that level, write in and tell me how to beat it. You know what you can do? You, you, if you're just stuck try, like try that, again. just go on YouTube and search for well, it. Well, it's not a it's, – it's a timing thing. You right. know what I mean? It's like it's not but so much as – Even watching a, the way it flows and stuff, it'll give you yeah. some clues. The just, order in which to take things out. What mm. joy is there in that? What a sense of yeah. accomplishment. That's the thing. I don't like, I don't I like don't, cheating. But Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but anyways, All now right. we can go on. Let us let us take a moment of somberness to say that the media has passed over some uh, a major death in the last week. Yeah. Uh, the passing of uh, on the just just uh, three four months before Green Lantern comes out, the first actor to portray the Green Lantern villain Sinestro. Wait a minute, Yul Brenner's been dead for years. Uh, he was not ever. He would have made a great he would have made Brenner great would have ever lowered himself. Well, I guess he did Westwood. So. Absolutely. Westworld. <laughs> Westworld. Westworld whatever. He might have done Westwood, too, but that was just a, that was one drunken night. Mm. Um, no, Charlie Callis, who Ooh. played Sinestro in Challenge of the Superheroes, or Legends of the Superheroes. I think the first episode is The Challenge, and the second one is The Roast. Uh, he played Sinestro. He was like a famous comedian, right? He was a famous comedian, kind of a Borscht Belt and Vegas guy. And you call him a kind of borscht, a belt? borscht belt. That's character borscht actor belt. in he movies. He was often in the the borscht belt. A lot of comedians came up to oh, that okay. uh, the circuit. Um, Good so, job, character actor. Yeah, he was yeah. character actor and some stuff. But most importantly for us as fanboys, the first Sinestro has passed. Lon, mm. could you make a sound effect? To- <laughs> yep, that was for you, Charlie. Let's move on to comics and to uh, point out. Rick got excited last week about a book called from Dark Horse called Savage Sword. So tell us about it, Rick. Well, Savage Sword was originally one of the uh, Marvel... Um, Savage Sword of Conan was uh, the black and white magazine. Yeah, they, they came out. Marvel. It was a mature magazine when it came out. You keep saying Conan. Isn't it Conan? The Barbarian? Conan, Conan the Barbarian? No, Conan, not Conan. Conan? Conan. Because Conan is like Conan O'Brien. It's what about that guy Irish. as a talk show? That's what I just... Yeah, Gun yeah. Brian. Okay, Rick had it. It was launched. It was oh, launch it was already pad. cocked and loaded. Launch bay. He you had got to fire. Get it out. He had to get yeah. it out there. Anyway, so until Conan O'Brien, it was Conan. If it was a name, Conan Doyle, Conan, Sir, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Yeah. Well, that's a middle name, though. So we'll never know because the guy's not here to ring in on and how the you Hyborian pronounce age his is name. long gone. It's mm. long gone. Um, but that book was primarily Conan, and it was it occasionally had other characters in it. I think I think they had um, Andy Richter. I think they had Solomon Kane in that as well. I think um, they did. But was Solomon okay? Solomon Kane was written by Robert E. Howard. Howard. All these were characters created by Robert. But e. did they exist in the same realm? No. 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 Okay. No. Um, it, Solomon Howard, Kane was a Puritan character. Yeah, he was like a pilgrim adventure. or something, right? A Puritan. Yeah. He, but he looked like a pilgrim, right? He had a he had a pilgrimesque hat. Which but many of the pilgrims were actually Puritans who made a pilgrimage right. to this land. But I mean, they started Thanksgiving, though, right? I those that, guys. That those was guys. The fashion of the day. That was yes. traveling duds. You know, that was what. I don't know. I saw the trailer. Did that movie ever come out? It's all it was never King? released in the United States, and we're oh. waiting for a DVD release. It was so it, it did get released in it, Europe. In Europe, it, and it did fairly well. Oh, okay. 
Fair did, did you guys see that at Comic-Con? Did no, we, we interviewed we the interviewed actor. And, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Carry on, Rick. So anyway, Dark Horse has the rights right now to do to do Conan and comics. And they also apparently have the republishing rights for the stuff that Marvel did years back. Well, just as DC has the rights to republish Marvel's Doc, Doc Savage, Savage books. Right. Yeah. And IDW, I think, re has the rights to do the old G.I. Joe Marvel yes, comics, right. too. So yes. I guess that's a standard practice, right? Yeah, because but, it's a licensed title, the licensor. Did they get, uh, did, did they get Marvel Star Wars, too? Yep. Yeah, okay. Dark Horse yeah, they've, did. They've reprinted, they've reprinted those quite a like bit. That's Star pretty Wars cool. Classics. And so you can buy the you can buy the collections. I think I see over on the on the uh, shelf tonight. There's a Savage Sword of Conan um, hardback Conan collection uh, volume. Wow, is that volume nine? Um, but this That's is a, really a this sword. is a new color book. Uh, I think it's coming out quarterly. It's a coloring book. It's a new color book. Oh. Eight, 80 pages you coming out quarterly, and it's eight bucks. But hmm. Um, 80 pages, 8 bucks. Is that a deal? It's got five different stories in it, and most of them are okay. They're the uh, the Conan story is okay. They've got Bran McMorn, who is always one of my favorites when they brought in. Oh, I love his muffins. And uh, Dark Agnes, which is fairly lo- uh, fairly little known as far That's as... That's like uh, uh, Red Sonja's little sister, right? Dark Agnes? Kind of. Yes. Okay. Uh, John Silent, who comes out of the Solomon McCain stuff, and El Borac, which is a the Mexican. Uh, no, he's oh. actually a white guy who goes off to fight in the, uh, Arabian, the Arabian area, area and hmm. becomes dark. And a you know, he's given the name El Borac. It's a there are a number of stories. Uh, actually, that was the first character that. Uh, I believe that Howard wrote was the Elberac. Um But what was really Elberac cool about this one in particular uh, was a reprint. I was looking for that joke. I couldn't find it. Mm. it. Half the book is a reprint of a number of episodes of Worms of the Earth that was done uh, by uh, Thomas and Barry Windsor Smith. And the art Roy in, Thomas. Roy Thomas. Read, Roy sure Thomas, right. Yes. And it was originally done in black and white. So whenever they take the black and white stuff and they color it, it just... It's just as absolutely terrific as far as the textures and stuff that mm-hmm, that goes mm-hmm. in there because it had to stand on its own uh, with the cross hatching and I just loved I love this whole this whole uh, long story that uh, it's it's almost a Cthulhu esque sword and sorcery story. I'm looking forward to this book. It's uh, it's an anthology. A couple of the stories are carrying over for the next uh, couple of issues. So, and this is uh, by Dark Horse. This is Dark Horse uh, Robert E. Howard Savage out. Sword, and it came out last week. Last week, okay. Yeah, there's still. I mean, uh, it it doesn't look like it's sold well. There's still a number of copies here on the shelf, and I'm not selling. I'm not uh, pushing it because I thought that it needs to sell better. It's just this like was it. probably my favorite book this this past week. I really just Do you really were you a big it. fan of the Marvel uh, Conan stuff? I bought all the Marvel stuff. I started buying the uh the reprint uh, the the new series, but I it didn't it was way too much for me and the stories didn't really I, I think quarterly is just about where I want to see a cow, uh, a uh, comic book Conan. No, what I wanna, okay, so back on ask both of you guys cuz you were more aware in this era. Um mm-hmm. in the 70s Conan was like huge in comics, right? Yes. Like, yeah. So what what spawned that? Was that just was it the Arrow was ready for that kind of sword and sorcery? I think what spawned it was um, Conan had been published a number of times, but at that time Lancer had come out with a number of uh, paperbacks that all had Frank Frazetta covers, and so the books were selling quite well a lot of the times on the basis of those covers, just the artwork. And so Which made Frazetta's bones. I mean, that's what made yeah. his reputation. Yeah, mm-hmm. those those were and they're as a painter, they're great covers. And so what happened with with uh, 
with the Conan book is they got the rights to it. They put out one issue. There wasn't really anything else. There hadn't been sword and sorcery in any of the comics. There have been a couple of small, uh, small short things, but nothing noteworthy. Mm-hmm. And they got this Barry Windsor Smith on it who had made his mark being kind of like a Jack Kirby knockoff. He had done like the last issue of Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. as a stand-in for, for Steranko. And then didn't do too much. And then he came out with this kind of Kirby-esque stuff. But over the first 20 issues, his style just developed. It was just amazing to watch his pen work uh, in this book. And it's just a beautiful book. And Roy Thomas's uh, writing and the, the kind of mature storylines. Uh, but was it just, just like a, a progression of like the industry where it's like it kind of came from like what? It was like westerns and then was it horror and then the war and then... Well, I would. I, I think what happened was that the Pulp Fiction, the paperbacks, really again sparked an interest. Mm-hmm. Marvel didn't want to publish Conan. No. Roy Thomas had to had to really fight with Stan Lee to get him to say, "Go ahead and pursue this license." And then how? And then it just blew up, and it was like mm-hmm. all the seventies, or it blew up both in comics <clears> and in paperbacks. Yeah. I mean, there were, mm-hmm. but you had people who were who were doing this kind of stuff in Britain, particularly Michael Moorcock with the Elric, Elric series, who also cameoed in, made his first comics appearance in in, in, in a, the Marvel in the right, Marvel Conan in, in a Conan book. And then you had Fritz Lieber's uh, Fafir and the Grey Mouser. Mouser, and th- there were a number of series books that came out that kind mm-hmm. of grew in popularity. And there was, I mean, there. Was a lot of sword and sorcery at the end of the, at the, end of the 70s. And then, of course, what? Schwarzenegger's movie was the early 80s or whatever? 82, or? I can recall yeah. this. As a junior, I started reading oh, the yeah. novels. We've heard the story, yeah. Right. You when went I got and met a, him. Yeah. yeah, when I got his signature, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and you had a lot of movies. You had a lot of movies came out. Um, well, yeah, there was like that became like a huge genre at the time, right? Yeah. Like sword and sorcery kind of things. Right? Yep. Through Wasn't the there 80s. actually a TV series called like Sword and the Sorceress there was, or there, something like that? There was, was a movie called The Sword and the Sorcerer, and there was actually a short run of uh, Conan as a TV series. This, uh, yeah, uh, in the nineties. Uh, uh, oh wait, I'm thinking of a. Uh, God, I think it was called Wizards and Warriors. Yeah, that was uh, with like that was the guy from 70s. Greece. No, I was like 80s because I remember watching it as a kid. I don't know. Yeah, or maybe yeah. late 70s. There was one that I think that one was kind of tongue-in-cheek. Right. But what was that called? Was it called Wizards and Warriors? I think you're right. I think it was yeah. Wizards and Warriors. What was the guy's name I'm thinking of? He's like in like celebrity rehab John, now. Isn't it like John Stewart? No, something? it's like Jeff, Jeff something. Something Masters. Something. Guy from Greece. What was his name? Jeff Conaway. Oh, Jeff Conaway. Conaway. Right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Was on the, uh, Celebrity Rehab a couple of seasons yeah. ago or something. Yeah. yeah. I remember he was on that. And as a kid, we, like me and all the neighborhood kids loved that show. So. Yep. Yep. Okay. Awesome. All right, cool. So Thank you. Worth worth eight bucks for for eighty pages of really good story wow, and that, great that's, art. That's pretty good. All right. So recommendation for the week. Excellent. I want to talk about an event coming up from IDW. I don't think we pay enough attention to IDW, although we did mention last week because they're the ones with the G.I. Joe license, right? Mm-hmm. Well, not only did they kill Cobra Commander and we talked about that last week, but you know what the thing I don't think Cobra Commander's gone. Really? Because IDW <laughs> IDW has an event coming called Infestation that's going to cross over all their licensed titles. In even which, Star Trek. Even Star Trek. And like no, trans- even Transformers, yes, Star Trek. There'll be zombies in the Star Trek universe and in the Transformers universe. Right. And who would be a prime candidate to be a zombie in the G.I. Joe universe? I'm going to say Cobra Commander. Oh, okay. Now you get it's it. called Infestation, crossing over through all their license titles, and it starts in just a couple weeks. And uh, I don't know much about it beyond, my God, Star Trek? Really? Zombies <laughs> like, and Star zombies Trek? And Star Wait, Trek. how do you have zombies and Transformers? 
I don't I would, know. No, no, no. no zombie there was some, car? Somebody was explaining that earlier, that there's another, there's like robots versus zombies. Is that an IDW as well? I believe that was, yes. And so the, it's, Wood did it, so they're kind of, the, the, the robots to Transformers thing is, I don't know. I don't know. I, Wouldn't Transformers just step on a bunch of zombies and but shoot them the all? But the whole thing with this, you know, yeah, what are the zombies going to do to Transformers? I guess they got to protect the humans. Um, yeah, really beat up old truck dead But this is one of those, this is one of those concepts that you sort of have to go just because, like, um, it's just so silly that maybe it'll be fun, I guess. Um, maybe? I don't know. Uh, Does, like, Optimus Prime turn into, like, a Studebaker or something? Or is that... <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Is that how he that gets possessed? Jalopy. Yeah, right. Uh, That'd be know, an interesting Transformers crossover, Jalopy Wars. You know, I I just think that the zombie thing has gone so far. When I realized what like, my son, who I usually protect from scary things, can do his perfect zombie impersonation. Nice. At age six. Nice. Like, first of all, that's creepy. Don't do it. Dad might accidentally shoot you. In does the he head. do the whole Jackson dance? The Michael. No, Jackson he does not do no. that yet. But uh, but he that that would be cool. You should he, teach him he to do did that. Say, I'm a zombie and did like this whole thing and uh, and like what do you you know because I'm sure it's on all kinds of like kid shows oh, sure. now. And uh, I don't know. I'm just not. You know, it's just silly. I just, I don't know. Zombies have gone too far. But you know who haven't had had to fight zombies yet? Um, other zombies? Archie. Okay, oh, so yes. There's my obligatory Archie Every week we week. have we to need make like our a zombie fanfare. Uh, part of the zombie fan. We need like an Archie fanfare. You know, like okay. whenever we're going to do the, zo- the Archie <laughs> music, we do the... Archie! Yeah. Well, isn't, isn't there that song, Archie. Sugar, Sugar? Isn't that yeah, by the Archies? Yeah. We should have a little sugar. Archie's reference of the week. You know? Okay, that's good. Okay. okay, that's it. Any more, we have to pay them royalties. You're right. Okay, good job. Uh, Archie reference. <laughs> I can't afford it. Oh, sorry. Okay. I just was refining it. So. All right. Refined sugar. There you go. Don't encourage it. Ladies and gentlemen, Rick Preston. <laughs> okay. Um... Now, I, I think this is going to affect Rick more than anyone else. Uh, yeah, usually you does. The, you Rick, the, you better sit down. I yeah, am sitting you down. Are okay. sitting down. Yeah, you go to the Apple App Store, right? I, mean, I have, I have the iPad. last week, yes. Yes, apparently, you know, Sony tried to have an e-reader through the App Store at Apple. And oh, yeah. it got rejected Yes, by I Apple. read about this this morning. Right. So there's a whole controversy now. Is this going to affect the distribution of digital comics? This is how it ties into us because I could care less otherwise. Yeah. You, I don't you're have not any of these buy digital it. events. Well, it's the same thing with... Uh, you know when you the I think the news is maybe overplaying this. I have of course. At, I have what the news <laughs> overplaying <laughs> a story in Sorry. which to completely get people Sorry. worked up about something that turns out to be nothing. That is so obvious. We really don't need to state it. Um, but the idea you're that, kidding me. <laughs> wait a minute. Your volume is increased. I'm interested now. Exactly. Oh. Okay. <laughs> what were you talking about? I don't know. Apple. Oh, okay. The idea that uh, what what I my understanding is that they're saying is if you can add add books or media to a to an app that is on an Apple product in particular the iPad that you have to make you can make you they aren't saying you can't make it available outside of the Apple Store but you have to also make it available within the Apple Store. Basically, if I understood it, it's so like if you buy the Sony e-reader through the App Store. You have to still go through Apple, the App Store, to get the books to read on that Sony e-reader. My reading of it was twofold. One, I believe they rejected outright the Sony e-reader from the App Store. Mm-hmm. But what's more, what's affected more is the Amazon Kindle reader for the iPad, which typically you can go to the 
Amazon website on your PC, buy a book and have it sent to your iPad or your iPhone. And what Apple wants is that from within the application itself, you can go get the same book and buy it through the Apple so that store. So Apple can get its 30%. So Apple gets its 30%. Now, if I was trying to argue this from Apple's side, and this hurts me to do this, you could argue what they're trying to set up is an environment where you don't need a PC to buy that book. By the they way, want Rick, to guarantee your that. eyes are bleeding. I'm 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 going to have to go whip myself after this, um, because I I really but that's just Wednesday. That's yeah. I have the stuff right. Um, but that's just it's just Apple trying to make sure that they have a lockdown they on that system. Cut. But didn't Microsoft get all in trouble with the the law for trying to? Isn't that antitrust kind of stuff? Well, the story is not done yet. Is Apple it? Apple is the new Microsoft. I mean, it's only a matter of time oh, before somebody says, wait, "I think you just caused an aneurysm for me." You have to you have to open that system up so that somebody who buys that iPad can put whatever they want on it. And right now, uh, right now, Apple actively tries to prevent that from happening. That doesn't sound very American to me. Yeah, no. On the flip side, or maybe but related, Marvel announced they're doing uh, opening some kind of. Um, Google Chrome okay. specific app, so you can buy digital comics from Marvel. Now, do you understand what that is? Google Chrome. No, I don't. Rick, explain <laughs> okay. it to me. So here we go. Once again. you wipe the blood no, from your eyes from just having to, I'm getting better. I'm almost ready. This one is easier. Apple. So Google Chrome is a browser that Google. I do understand that. Google puts out, and Google has but long I've had been with talking. Firefox. Google has long been talking about. Um, they be writing a browser as a platform. So instead of instead of running Windows, you'd run the Chrome browser or the Chrome OS, and you could kind of say, well, where's the Android OS fit in all this? And that's where your brain will start to hurt because it really shows you that within Google there are all kinds of factions vying for world domination. I like unicorns. Yes, I do too. And unicorn is an extension. No. Um, you can you you can run your Chrome browser and then you can add applications into it much the same way as you would add applications to an iPad or an iPhone. So that's all it is. They're made to run in that browser, and more importantly, there's a launching experience that's within the browser that gets you to that functionality rather than going to a web page. All right. Yeah. I now understand. I, I, I just want Angry Birds on my Xbox. When's that going to happen? Actually, I thought it already happened. Ahead. I heard 2011, but I didn't know yet. It's 2011. It's only one month into 2011. <laughs> okay. And nobody launches anything in January. Um, I'm pretty sure it's that it's out there. Green Hornet. Yeah. And how well did that do? It's all right. It's all right? It's all right. It's okay. It's doing okay. Yeah. Will we all see right. a second one? I don't know. Does uh, anybody want to see a second one? Not only is Marvel com- are Marvel Comics coming to the Google Chrome web browser, they're coming to Taco Bell. Get out of here. Now, you want me to explain Taco Bell? No, no. I understand Taco Bell. Okay. Probably a little Could you too explain well. the meat to us? Uh, 40% ground beef. That's By the way, can I just say, um, unofficial commercial, the new quad steak burrito is fantastic. Wow. 
Lots of meat in every bite. I wasn't going to take the shot, but there you go. Looking at Lon and I myself, you think you need to explain Taco mm-hmm. Bell to us? Now, that, that meat thing was kind of interesting, though, because all the all the filler and stuff is actually like soy protein and stuff that's good for you. Uh-huh. Stuff that's better for you than the meat. And now they have Marvel Comics. So with their kids' Which meals, is better for you than the meat. They're having 11-page news stories using... Covers from already established. I thought you were going to tell books. me that they're on the packages of hot sauce. No, um, no, sure that'd be awesome them. if they were on your wrappers. That'd be great. So that'd then cool. you unwrap a burrito and read a story. Yeah, yeah. that would be that would be very. Thereby green. strangely invalidating all the value of them by having taco <laughs> sauce. Be on fun. Them. It'd be kind of like bazooka wrappers. You know what bazooka I mean? Jo- oh, I love a tell a joke. Spider Man super the, jokes. The best a- were the f- the fortunes though. Yeah, I would always read a fortune of my bazooka comics. All right. Um, so anyway, there are eleven pages. They have like uh, quick little detour. X Men First Class. You're going to get through this sooner. I am. No, I'm no, no. Going to say, and there's there's Marvel team up, but it's a, but they're all new eleven page stories. A lot of guy, a lot of them from the guys that do that's that uh, company that does Atomic Robo. Um, right, oh, they're good. Yeah, that uh, is made up of old um, Star Wars dot com fan guys. So. Okay. Anyway, I can't remember the name of the publisher, which is horrible because they're nice guys. It's uh, they do quality work, and I can't think of the name of the publisher. Atomic Robo. Because the yeah, because the only book I've read from them is Atomic Robo. It's like so. Fantagraphics. No. Instagraph. Isn't like no. a graphics it's in the name? <laughs> Red Five. Oh. It's a Star Wars. Is it Red Five? There you okay. go. Red Five Comics. Yeah. See, so. I helped you. There you go. Now I had in a quick a side way. question. Yeah. Back to Bazooka Joe stuff. Has there ever have they ever collected the comics in a book? You, it, that you it's know wow. because Michael Eisner actually has the rights to make a Bazooka Joe film. What? Wow. <laughs> what? I could see like a cartoon show. You imagine or Bazooka, but a- Bazooka Joe Absolute where they blow the book. <laughs> they bo- blow them up like 200% what they were originally. Bazooka Joe. So it's about two inches long. <laughs> but aren't it's Bazooka like- Joe characters, aren't they all like punks and kind of like. Yes. They're all a little like, bit thuggish. Yeah, yeah, thuggy, yeah. Well, let's remember that for a while Michael Eisner was going to um, – Produce a film based on his son Breck's uh, work, uh, Little Pimp. Ooh. Hmm. Yeah. The, st- the Lon Lopez story. It was going to be. Was that L-I-L apostrophe? Yes, it was. Okay. Yes, L-I apostrophe L. Uh, something around that. So let's mention that. Uh, so a couple of uh, longstanding uh, things are going to get resolved here. J.G. Jones gave an interview this week where he revealed that the real reason he was not able to finish the art on Final Crisis is he's been diagnosed with a rare blood disorder. Oh, so he had good. health issues, but he's okay. He's, he's better now, uh, but he's turned to writing. And so this is where it's going to blow your socks off. J.G. Jones is now writing the next arc on Doc Savage. Oh, good. And providing the covers for Doc Savage. You know what's good about that? What's good? It's anybody but the guy who's doing it right now. Oh, my God. Okay, thank you. Oh, my God. No. OMG. DC is publishing a book on my favorite character. That's unreadable. That I absolutely hate. Yeah. And I'm buying strictly because I I keep hoping that it's going to get better. You want a continuous run of this crap. Yeah, I know. I love Doc okay, Savage. Okay, good. I'm glad is, that I'm not is, the only one feeling that. This I has felt been the so worst, alone. The worst interpretation. You guys need a hug. And and the, the seriously, bad, and the I read those. Is, I read that those independent books back in the '90s when they had that, that oh, yeah, black and white. Those were good. Yeah, they were not as good. They weren't as good, but they were. They were. They were. They were better the than character. what DC is doing. I read the DC update where he was where, where when he when they were going to make him a Native American who had his brain transplanted into him. No, oh, brother. Oh uh, yeah, they 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 uh, they dropped that idea, but their substitute idea wasn't that much better. <laughs> where the Kuberts did the art, right? And 
that was horrible. Well, that was the one where and, the son was taking over the business, right? Yes, yeah. and Chip Savage. Chip Savage. And I'm thinking, uh, yeah, no, it was bad. And I am. He fought Archie and, and Reggie too. I am missing those days. Oh yeah. That, now, what's, what's awful about this is the production value is high, the art is good, the the the, the fact that they're coming out, the, the stories are just awful. It's the stories. I don't recognize any of the characters. No, no I mean I'm saying Monk and Ham are not acting like Monk well, and no, Ham. No, the problem with Long Monk Tom and Ham doesn't. Rennie doesn't. Nobody acts like the their problem character. with Monk and Ham is they're not drawn consistently. That's one problem. Yeah. I got lots of problems with it. Okay, I'm not going to try and defend this any more than I think that they they have. It really proves they should just, just cancel how the book. Bad story can be, and how bad no, how, how this, ruins. This is my comics get to be. We are like abused wives once again. Yeah. No, don't cancel, don't cancel it, baby. It. We're sorry. We're sorry. <laughs> we'll keep buying it. I can change it. <laughs> if only I'm better. Well, They'll just wait for the new DC Letters page, and you can write your. There you go. I will. I will. Well, they're giving J.G. Jones, who was a huge Doc Savage fan and apparently inspired yep. by James Bama's cover, to become an artist. So, you know, okay, I'm hoping. Anything would be better. Let's let's. And the, let's they put... released the first cover, and the first cover, Doc Savage taking on a mummy. Yes. Excellent. That's what I want to see. That was actually Resurrection Day was the first oh, yes. Doc Savage book I bought. Oh, yeah, that was a mummy. I forgot about that. Yep. Um, you know, and as I was gonna say, I'm loving the first wave book. The actual crossover of all those characters, oh, yeah. I no, love. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. So, big problem there. Uh, J. Michael Straczynski gave an interview in which he said that now that he's just writing graphic novels, Superman Earth 1, yeah. which I think you and I mentioned, but only mm -hmm. off the air, that it was really good. We yep. enjoyed it. Uh, he's not going to write monthly comics for a while because he gave an interview saying you know, he wants to be... What he felt was that as a monthly comic book writer, he wasn't as good as he could be, and graphic novels was a form he understood better. If after a couple of years he realizes that uh, he's figured out how to write monthly comics better, he'll go back to it. Which means... If saying that makes him get this storyline finished, I'm fine with that yes, statement. Yes, he says he's going to finish the 12 as a graphic novel. So, that's great. That's great. I, you know, um, it's, it's, it's bad because now my collection has this series of, of single issues that will never but, have a full run. That, that, yes, and, and that's going to keep you up at night. It will. This interview was, by the way, given on uh, MTV's new Geek News site. What? Yeah, MTV's... Is it called Geek News? Yes, mtv.geeknews.com. Geek News. Yeah. Um, but I love this. Are they it's, trying it's, to compete with, like, Ain't It Cool or something? Yes, they mm -hmm. are. MTV started... Yeah. A, um, but uh, I like this this quote from him. He was talking about you know he does read the blogs. Casada told him don't read you know all, all these guys that don't don't read the internet don't read the internet. He says, yeah, it got pretty brutal at times, but I'm a big boy. If you can't handle the heat, stay away from the bitchin'. Mm -hmm. So he says actually oh, he reads brother. all the fan criticism. He needs to stop writing all the which I actually he's know always been. I remember back in the CompuServe days. Uh, in the sci-fi forums, he was on the sci-fi forums. He was showing early bitmaps of stuff that he was going to do in um, in Babylon Five, the the ship prototypes and stuff. Yeah. And he was talking. Even then, he was just he was well, talking to people. Well, I can all remember. I think I'd written a an in, uh, a review of one of his Spider-Man, uh, probably around the Norman Osborn slept with Gwen Stacy thing, where I was really upset, and I yeah. wrote a review of it. And within eight hours. He emailed me, yeah, and I said, "Okay, well, let's have an interview about it then." Boom, and you know, so uh, it's clear he's always paid attention. But the thing is, he's always been reason. He might get his first reaction might be anger, which I understand. You know, taking criticism right. is, but he will then get very reasonable about it, have a good discussion. Well, where Joey Q doesn't get it, I mean, because he was he's 
he's pre-browser internet, right? So yeah. he he knows what the internet is. He knows how that how the given flow of information happens there, and so he, mm-hmm. can, he he's got his calluses. He's he's set up. Um, Joey not Q as Charlie Gallus. No, 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 no. Uh, Susan, Susan. JMS. Yeah, Casada doesn't. Casada's had a policy because I've talked to Char- yeah. uh, Ron Zimmerman, the guy that wrote that Rawhide Kid. You know, and he said that was the thing uh, that Casada uh, had told him too: stay away from the internet. Don't even read what they say. Yeah, he thinks and, everyone's and like him. Don't answer back. Yeah. You know, so who knows? That's a whole new. You know, that's an interaction that I can understand where a lot of people are unprepared for that. Yeah, but there are a oh, lot. Yeah. There are a lot of writers and and producers who who are able to handle the internet. I mean, even like George R. R. Martin is always talking to his George fans. R. Martin? George R. R. Oh, R. Sorry, Martin. I thought you said George uh, Peter R. Martin. Misa write novels! Peter mm. David. I mean, mm-hmm. there are lots of, lots of writers who... Peter has, yeah. He's yeah. got a good blog, too. Yeah. I, have to, I have to beg Clay not to look at the Moron Life uh, comments, because he, he wants to comment on all the bad ones. And, yeah. I just... and, le- and let's mention, by the way, because it's been a while since we've we brought that up, moronlife.com, that is the site that uh, Lon Lopez runs... He's uh, true. He helms it. Devoted to comedy he hel- he and sketch comedy uh, is probably you know you, and weirdness. You you produce uh, you produce direct sometimes act in write uh, sketch comedy that shows up there. I am writing season four Excellent. as we speak. Uh, there'll be a G-rated episode. I can guest star in right. Uh, uh, PG okay. maybe. Okay, PG. I can do PG. PG okay. maybe. Yeah. I still uh, have you tapped for kicked in the balls. Were you going to do that one? That sketch. I think I can do that. Yeah, okay, okay. Cool. Okay. Cool. Because that's just appropriate. It's fun. It's okay. a fun one. It's fun. It's fun. It's very fun. Mm-hmm. So let's go to some movie news because I think the world was rocked this weekend. Interesting that they announced it on you a Sunday. You use that term a lot. Rocked? Rocked. Yeah, you just, I think you said, the co- or you said earlier, the so-and-so was rocked by the death of a so-and-so or whatever. I don't know. We'll have to check the tape on that one. But yeah, I think we'll I, have to check I agree. I said that. Okay. All right. It's fine. The world Who's was rocked? stoned by um, the announcement of, of uh, Zack Snyder's Superman. Was he yeah. really casting? rocked? No. Well, but certainly little, on Sunday night, people were like going, oh, because yes, there's this whole thing now. This is like this is like casting Idris Elba as Heimdall. Heimdall. <laughs> They've cast a British actor as an American superhero. That's Aren't they supposed stupid. to use Australians? Yeah, I know. Andrew Garfield as <laughs> Spider-Man, and now Henry Cavill as Superman. I guess people just aren't as savvy as we are. But you have an opinion? This happens all the time. Um, from yeah, the pictures they had of him. I was kind of. I had to like in my head. A little sweaty. Well, no, I had to take back the hair and the beard, and I kind of, you know, you you just have to look at the eyes and see the soul of the man. Look at the jaw. Yeah, and uh, you know, after much, much soul searching and much looking and 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 appreciating, a couple of tall boys in autumn. Yeah, holding hands with uh, Henry Cavill, and uh, you know what? It's. It's Superman, dude. Really? I mean, Dean Cain was Superman, and everybody liked it. So, whatever. Well, he was an American. Really? He was like half Hawaiian or Asian, wasn't he? Hawaiians. <laughs> yeah. uh, Hawaiians oh, are American. Yeah. Uh, well, I know, actually, but uh, I'm talking about native Hawaiian before we. Uh, he's ha- half Japanese. Oh yeah. yeah. So we've already had a half Japanese Superman. <laughs> We can't have a British Superman. Troy, are you here, Troy? <laughs> Help us out. Uh, yeah, you're right. Thank you. Um, we we sometimes uh, the truth hurts. Well, yeah. Yeah, look at that. Well, you're right. Wolverine was a Canadian character anyway, but Ryan Reynolds is Canadian, playing Green Lantern. What? We can't have a Canadian Green Lantern. Yes, we can. 
Uh, Seth just, Rogen is uh, Alan is Canadian Thicke as well. Max for that Lord, you know. Michael Seaver. No. no, he's a Canadian. Nobody does. Nobody thick. does thick. <laughs> so yeah, okay. Wasn't you... Magneto played by uh, Sir Ian McKellen? Yes, British. Patrick Stewart. Oh, played uh, British. Magneto's from Europe. Yes. Isn't Magneto he's a not Jew? American? Uh, he's like a German Jew. Yes. Uh, and uh, and you're right. And Jean Grey was played by Famke Jansen. Yeah. So she's um, a Ruski. I, I don't think she's Russian, but okay. I don't. know. She's something. We are so full of factual information. To be fair, on the Marvel side, the Russian Black Widow was played by Scarlett Johansson, who's American. American. So, this is true. what? What? Can't have American Russian. What? I, I lost. <laughs> See what I'm saying, though? By making these arguments seem stupid, I know. it makes the original argument of can't having a right. British Superman and, and the Norse seem god unfounded. Thor is being played by an Australian. But he's not a Norse god in this one. Right. He's an right. Alien. Um, But he'd still be a Norse god. There's, I think there's an acknowledgement that that's, uh, you know, whatever. Point is, at least thank heavens. And Chris then, Evans. Thank is heavens an American, for Evans. Is an American playing. Captain America. Wait a minute. No, now, no, maybe no, no, no. Maybe He's I, playing the first Avenger. Right. I shouldn't yeah. be so fast in calling That's him true. Captain America because in several key markets across the world, that movie will not be called Captain America, what the first Avenger. What key markets would those be? Uh, Afghanistan. Anywhere Afghanistan. outside of the U.S. <laughs> Iraq. <laughs> yeah. Egypt. Anywhere where they hate us. Um, pretty much Israel. Everywhere. Yeah, pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Uh, Japan. Called the first Avenger. Britain. Japan. As we said, there's a long history of renaming in international markets. As I said uh, off the air that uh, I have the uh, Japanese Laserdisc version of Army of Darkness. What's it called? Uh, Captain Supermarket, the hero you've seen before. Which is just awesome. Love it. Which That was almost the only reason I had to buy the <laughs> Japanese Laserdisc. Although at the time, this is because this is before DVD, that's the one that had the alternate ending oh really oh the one where he wakes up at the end where he wakes up yeah. to he slept too long yeah so boo uh, and and the guy and, miscounted the and drops. actually it's an inferior cut i think some of the dialogue is they do alternate takes on dialogue too and oh. it's not as it's not as good i but, can see that but, but probably back, because in japan they wouldn't have gotten some of the jokes it was more mm-hmm. of an american but, but back to captain america let's go back to captain america it comes out this year right comes out this did July, you see the new wait 2011 what was you said the the onslaught begins so the first official commercial for Captain America will be shown during the Super Bowl. Is it a trailer, or are we going to get a teaser? Don't know yet. Mm. Uh, we're going to see. Did you something. see the Empire magazine cover? I did. What do you think? Um, that's fine. I mean, it looked great. It yeah. looks it looks a heck of a lot better than that Matthew Salinger Captain America from Canon way back. In the, mm, yeah. yeah, rubber ears. What have we ears. seen? What have we seen? Previously at Super Bowls for movies that have come out, Hulk Hulk was uh, debuted there. But um, that was a pre- that was a trailer though, right? It, it was a Spider Man one too, right? It wasn't it one of the Spider Mans? Didn't they do a uh, commercial? I don't recall. Maybe? I don't know. I think I'm, they've been doing they've been doing more scenes cut into shows that are no, actual, they do actual trailers. Shows. That's when they debut but their trailers. during the Super Bowl. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Wow. They do trailers. Although yeah. often they show them actually in the pregame. Show like the little preview the half hour before, which I've which has screwed me up a couple times. Yeah. Watching more football than I really want to. <laughs> um, When's the Spider Man trailer the, coming? Well, that's please. I've had that fight. My son's been fighting with my with my wife who was watching the last game last week. You know, he's going, he's sitting there going, 
if you loved us, you would <laughs> let us watch an action show. And she said, what about if I, if you loved me, you'd let me watch football. And I said, I have to side with mom on that one. That's actually good. And I said, but you and I, son, we're going to watch the Super Bowl because that's when there will be a Thor commercial, a Green Lantern commercial, and a Captain America commercial. And a said, whole lot of cheerleaders. Okay. Um, no, actually. Oh, that's not why. No, that's there, not why. There won't be any cheerleaders this year. No? no? Why not? You didn't hear that? No. Because what? No cheerleaders. Too cold? What? No, because the Pittsburgh Steelers. What? And the Green Bay Packers. What? Are two of the only teams in the NFL that do not have cheerleaders. Really? They, yes. They don't have so there will, be, there will be no cheerleaders that's at the so Super awesome. Bowl. <laughs> really? Why don't I they thought have... Rick was say, was saying that to be sarcastic, but oh. he legitimately did not know. I did not know. I didn't. I don't follow Wh- those teams. What? <laughs> Yes, uh, Derek, there will but be no... That's not American. I know. They could bring in cheerleaders from other teams. It wouldn't You matter. might as well cast Henry Cavill as a head cheerleader. What? <laughs> okay. Well, he's, got, he's got the prettiest eyes. They should bring in British cheerleaders. There you go. What? <laughs> they don't understand. Australian cheerleaders. They don't understand Canadian. Canadians. They do understand cheerleading in Canada. In Canada. That, I know. I blew that joke. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Don't worry. It's, that's what you're here for. But Joe Johnston did comment that he said the movie is very fun. Which is all I, when they first announced him because he directed The Rocketeer, which is one of my favorites as far as superhero period films. It's great. And it's like, yeah, he's going to go back and do that. That's going to be awesome. I just can't wait to see Captain America cap some fools. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because in this movie, Cap's got a gun. There's going to be some killing. Oh, yeah. Big, you know, I agree. It you know that, and that's and that's not my problem with it. If, if, if the movie's set in World War II, yeah, he's fighting Nazis. He had to have killed some. Here's my one word of advice to Joe Johnston in, for this movie because I know because I know he's still doing the editing. If you're gonna do a serious like Nazi era World War II movie style action movie, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. you must steal the punching sound. From the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, yeah. Because anytime you punch a Nazi, it has to sound like it's that like a sound. brick hitting a wet bag. It's, full it's of like meat. a yeah. It's like a uh, it's like a like a tight belt slapping against yeah. a brick or something. You know, it's just you know. Yeah. So yeah, that's awesome. I so, understand what you're saying. So I, I just say, I like the idea that Captain America doesn't kill. So he's go- wading through these Nazis, knocking them out left and right. But he's got a guy behind him with a gun who just takes him out one after another as well, he that's actually, walks behind that's him. Well, that's actually one of the things with about the, the rewrite that I've not liked, that Bucky was the one who was really the killer. Right. I, I, a I, little I, psycho. I understand it. Yeah. And the guy that they cast as Bucky, since he was the guy in Hot Tub Time Machine that was the total jerk-off uh, skier, he kind of has that look. I mean, I'm not saying he's probably Oh, that's nice going to be in the movie? That he, yeah. that's He's not that much younger than Chris Evans. Yeah. Um, and so, as opposed to the way it was in the comics, and I, I, I'm fine with the idea that they've said like certain old comics are like they were being retold by the by propaganda offices or something, right. and so we weren't really getting the truth the first time around. That's a way to retcon without making me feel like I sure. was, was sure. violated. Right. What about just taking prisoners? What happened to that? What happened to taking prisoners? Yeah. Too many of them. Yeah, we don't have the room. No, yeah. we just kill them. So okay, all's fair in love and war. That's the American way. Um, and uh, so another casting thing that just cropped up. Uh, I have a question for you, though. Yeah, how does Captain America make love? Is this Is like a one-word punchline? I'm, I'm afraid there's a punchline coming. Yeah, American <laughs> style. Love, love, American. Yeah, I got it. I, okay. I just felt. I just felt. Stop it! We can't afford the jingle. 
You You're can do welcome. like 30 seconds without having to pay. So you I say. thought it was like three seconds. No, you do a number of bars. Actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think it's like up to seven, right? Well, yeah. Lon does a number of bars. That's yeah. true. I do. Uh, the, the, hey, ladies. Though we don't know who's cast, it has been confirmed that at least that Christopher Nolan is talking at least to Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Of course he is. For a role in Dark Knight Rises. He's calling because he wants his money from Inception. No, I'm kidding. Hmm. No, Christopher Nolan's asked him to be, you know, oh. they're negotiating something. Oh, got it. Don't know what it is. Zach Galifianakis is uh, in talks to co-star with Ryan Reynolds in R.I.P.D., so apparently that's still going forward, the Dark Horse title. Interesting. About a ghost police force. Yeah, that Um, that sounds terrible. Oh. Does Zach play a ghost? No, I... My friend Chris is officially listed as producer on that, so i got to be nice. Oh, okay. Well, no, no, it sounds awesome. No, I I think it's it's probably... It's a clever idea, and it's probably like a... If Ghostbusters 3 doesn't happen, this is the thing that's going to pick up Ghostbusters 3. Oh, no, no, no. I don't mean the idea of the movie sounds awesome, or terrible. You mean... Zach Galifianakis in it sounds Mm -hmm. terrible. Why? Because didn't anybody learn from Rob Schneider? That's all i got to say. Here's where I would where I would divert. Uh, Zach Galifianakis has actually already been in a dramatic role in a similar concept. He was a regular on the TV series uh, True Calling. Oh, he was. Nobody saw that. I, I wa- did. I watched the first I couple have, issues. I have the t- sure, sure. No, I'm not saying that he Before can't I do it. Before I knew he was a stand-up comic, it was like, oh, he was a good quirky character okay. in this series. Sure. I'm not saying he's not talented and he can't pull it off. The Eliza Dushku. And he's in that new movie uh, about the kid who, who commits himself to an asylum. Um, well, new-ish. New-ish. Didn't that already on come DVD, out? On DVD, yeah. yeah. Did it come out? Oh, it did come out, yeah. Like okay. in September? But I just I'm just going to say this, though. He is now branded as... He's, the weird, awkward comedian yeah. comic relief, a la Rob Schneider, ten years ago. He has yeah. my career, and I'm just saying that that gets old really quick. And unless he reinvents himself in a year, that's what's going to be expected as he, from the audience. Yeah, he could. and what will happen is yeah. we'll have a rehash of what was that movie he did with RDJ, the Road Trip the, or something no, like that. No, not Road Trip. Um, the Road Due Date. Due, Due date. date. Yeah, and that went nowhere. Yeah, Have you seen see him it. on uh, Bored to Death? No. But no, I'm familiar with his work. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I mean, I've been following him before I mean, he's he the was same big. character he's in on everything else, but he's, you know, I, I'm still not bored with him. Okay. I'm just saying, you want to do this kind of cool, high concept thing. Sure. Unless he'll, he plays it totally straight and awesome. Do, he'll do his Philadelphia someday, and <laughs> we can only hope. <laughs> I. What? <laughs> Do you remember that video he did with uh, Fiona Apple a long time ago? Zach Galifianakis did a Fiona Apple video? Yeah, that's how far back He's I go. He's been in a couple of videos. Wait a minute, wait, wait. Was we're for, we're like, referencing Fiona, uh, Fiona Apple? I don't even I She's, barely remember. I don't know what happened to her. <laughs> like, she went off the you face said of the it earth. And I was like, that's somebody I haven't thought about in, a, in about five yeah. years. Ever since she made that MTV comment, she disappeared. What MTV comment? You don't remember that? No, clearly oh, not. God, man, you guys. What did she say? You gotta spend less time reading comics. You are the young one. She That's went, why we have you she here. She got an award for something on it, either the MTV Video Awards or something. And she kind of just said, this is all a lie, and this is all fake, and you guys need to go out and live your lives, and blah, blah, blah. And basically, everybody's just kind of like, ooh. So she went out and lived her life then, I guess. Well, I think what it was was she just kind of bit the hand that fed her, and they were kind of like, eh, we don't need her no more. So the hand stopped feeding her? Pretty much. And then the hand rocked her cradle, I guess. I don't Uh, know. Okay. Um, Wow, a little history lesson. Thanks for that lesson. You're welcome. I'm enriched. 
Um, now, I have no further details, but this is one just to get, make Rick make my, my official word tonight. Uh, there's a rumor that uh, Universal has bid and has got rights to a new film version of The Stand. Oh, yeah. I saw this on a crawl on, uh, on Attack of the Show, actually. It was just the, exactly the same amount of information. that because no one knows anything. And I, to, It might be two movies. To which I say... It might be a trilogy. Absolutely unnecessary. Because the t- you can buy the TV miniseries, which mm-hmm. runs for like uh, close to ten hours, I think. It's an eight-hour miniseries. It's yeah, oh, I have it on laserdisc. So and that does that versus whatever they can do in even three hours. I, it's it's. But if it's a trilogy, if it's a, tri- uh, did they say trilogy? They say it could be one, two, or three movies. Uh, well, <laughs> Rick's reconsidering. Yeah. I you know still the the and think of it too, it wouldn't be. A TV version of the stand. Right, they could be a lot more grotesque. They could be an R-rated version but of the stand. I, I'm still very, I'm very, very happy with that miniseries as far as being a representation of Stephen King's work in film. Um, that that is. A, I would agree. I think it was that a very is a, good miniseries. It's a, it's a big book. It's an important book in in King's uh, works, and it was it was nothing nothing that failed for me in that at all. As far really, as really, even adaptation. Randall Flagg's mullet. Oh. Um, I think there's a good reason no, to do it. He's though. evil, Lon. What else is he going to wear? Uh, oh, I think you just got pwned. Well, some could say that a mullet is the southern version of the cool haircut. Why would you say that? I'm just saying. You're saying you don't the get south much, is bad. You don't get more southern than hell. Um, Rick has just offended another portion I of did the not. country. I said. I said you keep going south. And you go south and further south. That's not He's actually upset what you said. The east. Roll the tape. No, you, you upset <laughs> yeah. the south. Oh, great! Another part of the country Rick can't go. We're canceling <laughs> you know, you our know. fanboy planet podcast road trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will not be showing in Alabama. Sorry, I'm going to yeah. call the bus company right Would now. Would you just uh, go ahead and offend San Diego? Maybe sing no, a no, San Diego. Of, I want to go back. Maybe to. sing a little of uh, I don't like Mondays. Really, you know what the scariest? You're the one that keeps was... saying Comic Con should go to Vegas. Atlanta. That's was right, the San Diego. Place. That's what he says. <laughs> yes. Atlanta was the scariest place, and it was scary because of the the passion those people have about Coca Cola. I share that passion for Coca Cola Zero. I Coca Cola Zero is fine, but they 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 actively actively although hate Pepsi. although I'm going to say if Pepsi would start bottling again their Diet Pepsi Vanilla, uh, yeah. I would forego my newfound allegiance to Coca Cola Zero. Okay, I'm You're saying it right me now. Thirsty. I'm yeah. going. I'm saying, bottle it, people. Bottle it. Bottle it. There, there are you know cans. who likes that? There you are cans, and like twelve year old boys. And uh, Robert Pattinson apparently is uh, addicted to Diet Pepsi Vanilla. Really? Yes. I think you're That's just right. making Edward that up. That's right. Edward Cullen. No. My students told me, and believe me, if yeah, anybody knows. Yeah, your students, 12-year-old boys. Uh, no. And I'm girls. I teach girls. 14-year-old girls. Well, um, you have the plays where boys are in it. Sometimes. They do. They do import the, boy, the boys. Some, uh, we import them from. <laughs> they do. From the Don't south. <laughs> from the south. You got recruit. Not anymore, thanks to Rick. Mm. <laughs> no one's going to come. Uh, uh, darn. But it makes sense that they want to make uh, the stand because if you go into Dark Tower and the stand crosses over there, yes. um, they want to kind of get that back in the public eye. And I think I think that uh, the I Dark Tower 
the there's idea so is much. I mean, actually, uh, if you if you think about the Dark Tower, there are other I books. I do think about it a lot. There are other books that cross Maybe over much stronger much. than The Stand. That is true. I mean, Insomnia for one, which nev- nobody knows about in the book. Uh, did they? Make I know, that but anymore? however, uh, no, they have not made Insomnia into a film. But the other thing is, since Randall Flagg actually, as a concept, I yeah. I wouldn't be giving anything away. Is uh, crosses over a lot. Right with uh, with the Dark Tower, even though the world of the Stand only makes a very brief appearance. Hey, you want to remake a movie that'll matter to the to the Dark Tower series? Eyes of the Dragon. Nope. Oh, um, uh, Hearts in Atlantis. But you don't do Hearts in Atlantis. You do Low Man and you do the story that it was that they that filmed. It was supposed to be. Yeah, and uh, you do Low Man in Yellow Coats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 pivotal. We just Stephen King out, yep. and Lon has completely lost interest. Yep. So let's talk about British television. Uh, no, I was actually going to. No, I was listening. Oh, sure you were. Hearts of Atlantis, though, that was like the Anthony Hopkins one. Yeah, it was. That but, has something to do with the stand. Uh, well, the well, story no, the they s- tried to tell does. The story is, has to do with dark uh, with the Dark Tower, not with the stand. But, oh. uh, well, see, I think the whole reason because the Dark Tower is Stephen King's Crisis on Infinite Earths. It is. Um, it really is. Interesting. So it like fun. combines all his characters. Yeah, yes. characters crossover. Uh, a lot of them. There's um, like a, a Salem plot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, even misery and not misery. Um, uh, Dolores Claiborne. Dolores Claiborne and um, Rose Matter. And in fact, he also and and he himself makes an appearance. Hmm. So they cross over to Earth Prime at one point. Yep. Why didn't he just make a comic book out of all that? Well, they eventually are. Marvel did mm. and is and oh. will. Oh. I just continue. think that the whole reason they're talking stand <laughs> is because they're talking Dark Tower with Ron Howard and Christian Bale. Right, that's yeah. what I was saying. Is that so is King Fever is set to hit the screens. Absolutely. King and if Fever you don't, has been going going and going for King years. King Fever's never gone away. Yeah. Well, You should read Cell. Have nah, you read Cell? Uh, I read X. I've read Cell. It's a zombie yeah. movie. I love Cell. Yeah. But what I'm saying, though, is King Fever, yes, it's been... It's, it's always been like B-movie level, though. You know what I mean? Like... You got an, an Academy Award uh, you know, level I, I, actor I, and Academy Award I'll winning you, director. I'll give, you one, I'll give you two. That you're I know. In. I know where you're going to go. Green Mile is a Stephen mm. King story, and a, technically, as, isn't it a Richard Bachman story? As is Shawshank. No, the Green Mile is a Stephen King. Oh, okay. Shawshank Redemption wasn't that technically a Richard, Richard Bachman story? Nope, that's a nope, Stephen King that's a Stephen short King story, story, a novella. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Rita Hayworth and the yeah, Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, but look how awesome those were. I would give you another Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. The Shining. Yep. But that was more Stanley Kubrick, right? Uh, Brian oh, De Palma's no. Carrie. Yep. Um, there, and I would say, slipping and I would say Kathy B. Bates' award-winning, Oscar-winning performance mm, okay. in Misery. Misery. Okay. Yeah. Rob right. Reiner's last I'll good give you film. That. Yep. No, North was pretty good. Okay. I'm just kidding. I haven't I seen it. But. Uh, can't go further north than hell. Uh, <laughs> which would have made that movie good alright so in, in the world of television NBC has cut down their episode order of the cape so long your dream comes true there will be no more cape they're down to 10 episodes out of 13 it's, it which doesn't bode really, well for yeah. the cape and you know what I don't care so I thought I'd mention it because that was NBC's latest attempt I, I'm actually the recording is still happening on my DVR I watched it last night it was a Abominable. Were there hawkmen in leather coats running around going, Caw! Caw! That, that would have raised it up a level. <laughs> oh my God. You're it telling was, me the cape sunk lower than Flash it Gordon? It was horrible. No, you know, 
I still have a soft spot. That bar's pretty low. I still have a soft spot in my brain that's been caused by Flash Gordon. <laughs> Like the mushy part of an apple. It's like, oh, that's We've never going to heal. described <laughs> Rick's head. Oh. Uh, and uh, I can't remember which website actually got a, it might have been Collider, got a look at the Wonder Woman script for David E. Kelly. And okay. I'm going to say something, their description, if it's accurate, and maybe it was Bleeding Cool that got a hold of it. Um, I feel better. Okay. A little better. Wonder Woman actually has... Three identities in the show, which seems a little crazy, but Etta Candy, Etta Candy is in there. Okay. Mindy Kaling is in there, and the Veronica Kale, who is the vi- arch Mindy villainous. Kaling, not Mindy Kaling. Sorry, Mindy Mayer. <laughs> oh. Mindy Mayer is the uh, Mindy Kaling. I was going to say the, the office, Indian the chick producer, from the Office, the writer producer on on the Office. That uh, she'd make awesome Diana Prince's best friend. Well, she'd make a Etta she Cat- would make a good Etta Candy. 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 She'd make a yeah. good Etta Candy, but um, nice. Nice and so, so all those characters, there's a lot of nods to characters that ha- did actually appear in the comics. Wait, who were those? Etta Candy? Etta, Etta Candy has been, like, from, from the very beginning well, of Wonder Woman. of Wonder Woman. Has been, like, yeah, when she was with the Army, mm. Diana Prince's office They're in the secretarial pool together. And she would often say, woo-woo. Uh, that was her catchphrase, woo-woo. Yes, she should have dated Woozy Winks. Yes, but they were different companies at the yes. time. Uh and uh, so Veronica Kale is now, she's the one who's the um, president of Oolong Island, the mad scientist enclave in D.C. Uh, and then uh, Mindy Mayer was the publicist that was that was helping manage Wonder Woman's career for a while in uh. the 90s. So, uh, Did you just say Mindy Kaling again? No, Mindy Mayer. Mayer, got Mindy it. Mindy Mayer. Um, and so Diana, so Princess Diana is Wonder Woman. Okay. Uh, then she has she has an identity as Diana Themyscira, who is head of Themyscira, which is like Industries. a incorporated, which is like a, a charitable organization, which everybody knows that she's actually Wonder Woman. Oh, really? But then she has Diana Prince as the mousy glasses wearing identity, so she can have a secret identity. Go out into the public. Yeah, which considering all okay. the different iterations that have happened in Wonder Woman, that's not the stupidest. Uh, re- revision oh, to yeah, it just that, have to see that they've ever done. So what I'm saying is, I actually think maybe it's okay, yeah. except that you know apparently uh, David E. Kelly has asked that there be no commercials during the pilot. Yeah. So we'll see. You know if what that I'm flies. impressed with the most the most impressive thing you just said. What they use the mascara. <laughs> yeah, actually, kind of. Yeah. So um, maybe it's Maybelline. I I, th- <laughs> I think the thing is that David E. Kelly actually read some of the source material. Instead of just writing what he thought he thought he knew, he actually consulted with the source material yeah. and probably and yeah. made an effort to rethink it for a, for a television ongoing. And you know, so I actually think well, maybe this will be a good idea. I'm, I'm kind of intrigued to see it. So I know it won't be. It can't be as bad as the Kathy Lee Crosby one. We keep coming back to that comparison. Yeah, well, because that was bad. It's fair. Yeah. Uh, so. Um, and then I did sort of a comparison this week on the being the various versions of being human. Now, have you? Did you continue watching the American one? No, that one I actually said. I'm second done. episode, not as bad. I haven't watched the third one yet. Yeah, no, I did watch the second episode, uh, but I compared. I wanted to, to see how they got out of the what, third the season on the Brit of the British one has started. So I watched the first episode of that. Okay. Um, still like that one better. And yeah. then, and it's I think you can find this on YouTube. 
in England they have an online only, so they have a web series called oh, really? Becoming Human, because the second episode of the third season is going to introduce a child vampire, a 16-year-old, the body of a 16-year-old boy okay. who's for, actually 46, who tries to go back to high school and do the same thing that that the character Aiden in the uh, British right. one, uh, that the vampires tried to do, and sets up with a werewolf teen girl and a ghost fat kid. Uh, so there's so now there's like three versions running around, and I would say wasn't there a ghost fat kid in the Harry Potter books? Uh, no, I think all of Casper's brothers were ghost fat. Well, kids. one was yeah. chubby. There was oh, the chubby okay. ghost. Yeah, the spooky trio. Yeah. Ghostly okay. trio. The ghostly trio. Spooky now, look, is the tough little ghost. Yeah. Now, look, on paper, a 16-year-old vampire that goes back to high school, or a 46-year-old vampire who's a 16-year-old boy goes back to high that school. That could be a little creepy. No, but that's a great story concept, except for the British. fact that high school takes place during the daytime. No, the, the vampires in, become, in Being Human can... Walk around. They're not Boo! Powerful. They're not real vampires. They don't then. sparkle. No, they don't sparkle. They're not real vampires. Have you seen it? Now, if it was called Night School, then actually, I would totally a, believe a, it. That's a Japanese anime of Vampire Academy, or or maybe it is Night School, uh, where by by day the the human kids, the living kids go by day, and then at Night School all the vampires. That'd go. be cool. Now, if there were like vampire lawyers that practiced at night. Night court. And they called it night court. That yeah. would be believable. I knew you were going there. Boom, boom, boom. All right. Anyways. <laughs> Thanks. And bring uh, back Marky Post. Okay. Yeah. Um, Definitely. <laughs> mm-hmm. So anyway, look up Becoming Human, actually. I, despite Lon's objection there, the joke being that the, the guy has been living away for a while and he says i you know i've been through high school i understand it blah, blah, blah. and of course all his references are 30 years out of date yeah uh, coming in and talking about samantha fox and shouldn't you know and trying to be hip to all these kids and it's like yeesh. it was it was pretty funny so i i, I like that and i gave and i'm okay with sci-fi on that one it's I, I the second episode was a little better mostly because i actually i like the guy uh sam whitwer who is playing the american vampire Really? And Wait a minute. He's a British guy playing an American no, no, vampire? No, he's actually an American playing an American vampire. Okay, thank God. Actually, Sam Whitworth, he might be Canadian. Damn it! No! Uh, so, uh, and I really like the guy playing the, the evil vampire in it. Uh, yeah. I thought he, he's a really good choice. So you're going to give it through the third episode, too? I am. Okay. This is a man who can't stop watching V. Of course he is. <laughs> oh, did you watch it? No, I haven't yet. Oh, God. No. No, don't tell me. Don't spoil it. Oh, don't man. spoil it because it might be on demand. I can watch it or it's on Hulu. Not, I've got it. Not since Hogan's Heroes has there been such a relationship. Go on. <laughs> such, such a relationship between the bad guys and the good guys that, that, that somebody really, somebody rational could see right through. Come on. Come on, Lon. How are, you, how are we not suckering you into watching this show? Because it sounds terrible. How is this not outraging you that you don't have a job writing a major network television show when somebody's actually paid to write V? Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. Oh, anyway. Um, do we have any other TV things you wanted to say? Video games. You want to say uh, video games? No, TV. Um, um, still enjoying Shameless on Showtime. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, episode two of Spartacus Gods of the Arena. Oh, nice. Surprised me because... Um, I, I don't have Showtime at my house. So I have to go watch it at my mom's it's house. It's in Stars. Oh, well, Stars. Sorry, you're right. Thank you. It's um, usually Stars is usually wrapped up in a package with Showtime. Yeah. Well, it's Stars, same thing. But yeah. 
Friday night I came home because I couldn't watch it on Friday night because uh, that's when it aired. I went to check my Netflix to find a good movie to watch before I went to bed. Oh, they! Uh-huh. And it's already available on that demand. night on Netflix. How on my any well, of them. They had it on uh, on the uh, Xfinity for from Comcast. Uh, the first episode was on demand. I haven't checked to see. The yeah, well, no. The beauty of it is, is it aired Friday was the new episode. You know what I mean? Right, so, so it's already out. So if it's if they're just releasing it not only on Stars, the channel, but also Stars, the Netflix. Yeah. That's sweet because... Yeah. Well, it's interesting because the Xfinity broadcast of it, I think, interspersed commercials. Commercials? Stars doesn't even have commercials. No. A, well, lot of, a lot of on-demand do. Uh, on-demand has a, like, a commercial at the beginning and at the Yeah, end. I think that was what, what they did. Oh, this one don't have and I want, and I, I just Well, that's it, different. If you're getting to Netflix, you're paying a subscription for it. Sure. So that's if sure. we're going to recommend things just through, um, through the Xfinity on-demand, uh, I've got to say that IFC, which is trying to carve its niche as suddenly an independent comedy channel. Portlandia. Portlandia is oh, yeah. hilarious. And the Onion News Network. I haven't. Funny? I've only caught little bits. Oh, of Oh my God! The onion. I thing did is, love the the skit where the the man hilarious. The, the Portlandia where they were in the restaurant asking about the chicken. chicken. That's a question about the chicken. Well, oh. his name was Colin. Uh, they have the portfolio. <laughs> where is? It? Can I watch this anywhere besides IFC? Um, I'm looking. I think Portlandia might be on Hulu. Mm. I'm looking for the onion. I'm trying to find places where my friends that do not get IFC can watch. The Onion News Network, because because here's the people that teach like government, uh, social studies. If you, there are parts of that of the Onion News Network that like students have to watch to understand exactly how our system's broken right, down, right? right. Mm. Uh, and 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 how manipulative news is. They hired a former Fox personality apparently to play Brooke Alvarez, the anchor, because and she's got it down. Obviously, I was like, she's got it down. It's because she turns out she actually she spends her time an on Fox. Uh, and at least is in on the joke, and she is incredibly, I'm incredibly check good that at out. it. Yeah. So, definitely recommending that. So let me get my video game thing, and then Lon said he wanted to talk, say something about video games, or was that just about Arkham? Yeah, we pretty much covered it. In okay. The beginning. Although, I still don't believe you had more than twenty six on that free flow combo, because I think I hit like twenty three, twenty five. And if you amazed. hit that, come on. No, I played. But you're I the lame gamer, one. though. I know, but I got really good at Batman Arkham Asylum. Hmm. I really did. Okay. And I'm really excited about Batman Arkham City because they really uh, yes. they released four four stills from that today, uh, confirming. Which I think it was probably already understood that Two Face was going to be a major villain in it. Ooh. But, um, so I'm going to have that up on the web. I swear I will update this week. I ran into Chris Garcia last night. You're sitting on my article. I said, believe me, I, I, you know, I had no time. We met at a. At the Cinequest launch party last night, oh. and I, there was I, a Cinequest launch party, media night? launch party. I went for like twenty minutes, and I saw Chris there, and and uh, oh, my invite must got lost in the mail. Must mm. have. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe I was just walking down the street, and uh, anyway, there was a study out of Brigham Young University, and I just love it that um, girls who play video games with dad are happier, better adjusted as teenagers, as long as the game is age appropriate. Okay. Is that really video games, or is that just spending time with their father? Well, since girls are going to... It says actually the flip side is that it doesn't matter with boys at all. Because, Whether they because, play with because their father they or not, play, they or play with play, the father or mother. Because, because they, they, if they play don't... with parents or not, because boys play, tend to play more aggressive games, uh-huh. 
girls, however, it's a it's bonding time with dad. They're going to play the video games anyway. So they're just, better adjusted. If dad they're just was, trying to make the biggest ball of cra- trash on Katmandi or whatever. They so think. see, that's what. But Katamari Damacy. Katamari, yeah. But you could replace video games with watch football. Or you know any or other sport or, or play crochet. My Little Pony it's or because yes. Daddy's oh. little girls always want to have time with Dad and impress Dad, and they'll do whatever. And I just felt dads, good for sitting and watch and playing Pets Catch with sure, my daughter on Sunday. But most dads yes. today are video game guys. Yeah, so the it's only a way, way to bond exactly. Yeah. So I'm, that not study I'm not saying it's not obvious. That's Sally, cover is, me. I'm going across the field. Oh, for gosh sakes, Rick needs that. Oh, okay. I do. I was just going to say, that study is not worth the paper it's written on. Okay. Harump. Mm. All right. So, if you have any questions, comments, compliments, commentary, if you think that Lon said something particularly funny, If you have a better please, expletive than harumph. Or if you have tips. Please write in to sandpaper at fanboyplanet.com and let Lon know how funny you think he was this week. <laughs> I need tips. Because before we started recording, you can't imagine the whining we heard from He didn't from get him. a letter. I need tips on how to pass shock and awe extreme in the challenge okay, mode right. on Arkham there Asylum. Got help the lawn on Arkham Asylum, please. Otherwise, write into editor at fanboyplanet.com. In the meantime. Oh, and I have to say one last thing. Say it. The the fighting. Because I almost had a, had a, had a flow you, there. You, you know? did, and I want to interrupt your free I know, flow. I know. Um, the the it's fighting. Like I am hosting lava, and the, you are a lone rock. Uh, the fighting, what do they call it, mechanism or whatever on that game is very frustrating because there are times when you are doing like a three-hit combo, right? So you're like punch, punch, and then you do like a spin kick, and it automatically puts you in a slow-motion roundhouse. Right. Right. I know. I think but then, as you're doing a slow-motion roundhouse, everybody else is moving around normal, so you can get like jabbed or knifed with a, a stun, a stunner... One and you are, by like, the way, just to make sure as people giving the tips, because the controls might be different. I'm playing I play on, on Xbox. PC. You're playing on the Xbox 360, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And But it's one of those where it's like, how can they do that? That's one of my most frustrating things, because I'll have moves planned out in my, like, I'll have four moves planned ahead, and then they start doing the slow it's bullet just like time. Real life. I know, this is like Lawn, downtown San Jose on a Friday exactly. night. He's like Sherlock Holmes when he's plotting out how he's going to take the guy down. Pretty much. Wow. You have to. You have to at Arkham Asylum. Yeah. But I'm just saying, so pe- developers of yes. Arkham City, if you put the same fighting mechanism, you need to fix that because mm-hmm. it's stupid and it's not realistic. If I slow down doing a roundhouse, the whole thing has... Sl- oh, the other thing, too, is <laughs> as the clock is ticking... This has got to be a record. Lon is interrupting his, his own flow. He is. <laughs> I'm just saying. You're going to spit out a pearl now, aren't As you? the clock is ticking and they put you in that bullet time, the clock needs to slow down, too. Okay. I'm just saying, those are my problems with Arkham Asylum. Okay. For those of you who have been taking notes, send them in. Write them in to sandpaper at fanboyplanet.com. So you are? Lawn frustrated with Arkham Asylum Lopez. Although 90% done. And you are? Rick Brett Snyder reminding you to use Use your powers powers only for good. good. (laughs) Ew, he touched my hand. Thank you. Now I can go back to work. And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com.